All right, everybody, welcome back again to the Fantasy Football Experts and Idiots podcast. As always, I'm Calvin. I'm Ryan. And uh, I'm feeling, like, jazzed for this episode. I'm ready. I feel like I'm already, like, in mid-show form. I've got some spicy takes that are flying, some rants prepared, and we have some calls to be made today. Guys, he came walking in here... Like he jumped from number eight to number three. Yeah, let me let me rephrase that. I'm not even gonna say you're wrong there. I strutted in. Yes. And so just based on this brief little opener, you guys can probably guess what happened. <laughs> I won my freaking matchup and I'm in the playoffs. Just like I told you I would be, Mr. Doubt. Hey, but who do you have first week of the playoffs? I play Scott again. <laughs> and it, it looks just as tough as it was this week. Like, hey, okay. who, who do I play week one of the playoffs? You have a bye. Now shut up. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess we, we've already gone there. We have to finish this update. Um, in order to do this, as you guys know, you listened to it last week. We went through three scenarios because there were three teams on the bubble. All three of our expert teams were on the playoff bubble, which meant one of us had to go home with some heartbreak. And so that, unfortunately, is Tyler. Let's get him on the horn. Okay. We're, we're doing a live call here to Tyler. Um, because he and I were talking, he... Again, you know, we've known each other forever, and so we're texting back and forth, and I texted him, ooh, I sent him a video. It's like that feeling when you knock your friend out of uh, the playoffs, you know, laughing about it, and he's, he said, oh, you're, you know, there's a lot of football left to be played, blah, 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 and I just said, you know what, I'm feeling good, I'm feeling confident, and I was, and I am, and I pulled it off. I am his fantasy Mount Everest. He can never get over it and just can never climb it. I was about to say, are you sure he's even going to answer and want to talk to us? Oh, I already talked to him. I told him that. <laughs> How's it going, Tyler? Hey, how are you? All right. It'd be a lot better if I would have made the playoffs. You know, it's an elite club. <laughs> Yeah, I knew, I knew it would be like this. <laughs> Tyler, we need you to speak up just a little bit. And, uh, you know, we'll get our roasts out of the way here real quick. <laughs> and then we'll let you talk about your heartbreak. Or do you want to flip that script? Do you want to go into the heartbreak and then we roast you and just pile on? <laughs> Um, I'll tell you about the heartbreak first, and then you can roast me. Okay, that works. Go for it. So, well, I guess just let me take you on this great big journey. So, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you everybody that I lost an injury this season for first day. I drafted Gus Edwards. I believe in the fifth round. Obviously, he goes out before the season even starts. I lose Alvin Kamara for a whole month. I lose Robert Woods to an ACL. He's missed, I think, six weeks now. And you were high on Woods. Andre Hopkins was out for a month with his hamstring injury. And basically, I lost every guy I drafted in the top five picks I made. And I traded for A.J. Brown from you, Ryan. 
he was basically injured the whole season. He's on, on IR now. And I still managed to be the second high scoring team in the league. <laughs> I missed the playoffs. Now, you tell me a more heartbreaking fantasy experience than that. I managed my butt off despite that. Outscored Calvin. Only you, Ryan, scored more points than I did this season. Nobody's catching me there. Playoff. I mean, that's fair. Ryan did absolutely kill it with the points scored this year. And uh, you you managed your butt off. You were just right there. You really worked hard. You had a good season. Like, I got to give you the credit. But uh, all that matters is that you make the playoffs, bud. Yeah. You tell me this like I don't already know that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, that's kind of my job. (laughs) So tell me what I did wrong. Like, if I want you to tell me, like, okay, yeah, yeah, you have you have a right to feel bummed. You, there's nothing more you could have done. Or I want you to tell me, like, yeah, you did all right, but here's what you should have done better. Ready, go. Well, if we go pull up your team, we take a look at it. You ended up seven and seven. And so, came out strong. You beat Ryan in week one, lost to Trent, who is still in first place. But here's here's where it happened, right? It's in, it's that week four loss to Emily. I agree. She, she got on that hot streak real early in the season. Um, when she had um, um, Blanken now. He's on the Panthers. He, he was their wide receiver. Uh, was it Chark? No, the other one. DJ Moore. That's it. And he went off and he got out there for a few weeks because he was going berserk and I lost her. That, that, that cost me the season. Yeah. Um, and I think looking at it again like if we really go through your schedule here you uh, you went on this four game losing streak right weeks 8 through 11 where you just couldn't seem to really crack it especially weeks 10 and 11 now really no matter what you've done in those two weeks you weren't going to be able to to pull out wins cuz you're going up against the two highest scoring players in those weeks but in weeks eight and nine, you had a chance. So you were playing me, um, and then you played Austin, and you played Austin close. And if we go pull up your roster from week nine, see if I can get there. Give me just a second, because you got to go through all the matchups. So your matchup in week nine is uh, you left Jalen Waddle in a flex spot on a bye week, and you lost by less than five. And so you had a couple of guys in there. You had Mike Williams on your bench that week. Like, just it, it wasn't going to be pretty. At least I think. Sometimes my app doesn't show everything, right?
but week nine, that was your that was your undoing there against uh, against uh, Austin. Other than that, I mean, you played a, a, a good season. You ended up just being unlucky. I think we lost him. Tyler, you still there with us? We'll try calling again. I wonder at what point we lost him. There you are. That was weird. I could still hear you. You just couldn't hear me. That is weird. So week nine, I think, was your your uh, your undoing there. That's when we were starting to get into Bimageddon's and everything. So. Yeah, that was a tough one. Yeah. Other than that, though, I think I mean you did the best with what you had. You had some real tough injury luck. Um, your bet on Mike Williams, you know, started out on the right track, but uh, is not finishing on the right track. Shifted over to Keenan Allen pretty quick. Yep. And then now it's Jalen Guyton, which who saw that one coming. So really, I think that's where it sits. You played a t- you played a tough schedule. I don't have too much to roast you on, other than that you you just can't beat me. It's just <laughs> it's just not ever gonna happen, oh, bud. Boy. Like I've said on before on the podcast, I said it before we got you on. Um, I am Mount Everest, and the mountain is winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who do you play this week, anyways? I'll be rooting for them. I'm playing Scott again. All right, let's go, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Tyler, give us your uh, your last thoughts, your score predictions, or your playoff predictions. What do you What do you got? Honestly, I'm going to pick Ryan. I, th- I think he's got the deepest team in the league. I think that it's hard to argue with his points scored throughout the season. I mean, that, that's a pretty good indicator of a guy that is set up to win week in and week out so Ryan I'm wrote, I'm uh, rooting for the idiot hey I, I appreciate it <laughs> appreciate the backing there Calvin was shaking his head no the entire time but I appreciate that <laughs> um, it is looking Calvin because two weeks ago he couldn't beat Sam for me and then that idiot left Darrell Henderson in his lineup and he didn't even play he would have just beat Sam or would have tied Sam and then obviously have a tiebreaker because I outscored him for the season. So, any way I can beat Calvin to get some revenge <laughs> to me, that's what I'll do. Love it. Well, guys, this is what fantasy football is about. It's about roasting your friends. It's about having fun, right? Did you have fun this year? Are you asking me? Yeah, you. I'm asking, asking you. you. Oh, of course. I loved it. And and now here's here's my a question on a topic that I've been thinking about a lot. You didn't make the playoffs. Is your season over? Well, in this league, I would say it's basically over. But 
I'm in the Dynasty League, and that is far from over. And I didn't make the playoffs in that round either, but I've already been doing research on 2022 rookie rankings, and I'll be well into all of that all off season and ready to draft again next season. So, well, but even if you're, even with the punishment in the in this league for last place. Are you going to play, or are you just going to give up? Oh, of course. Are you kidding me? Have I set my roster? Go check. It's set. <laughs> yeah. Good no. Tuesday morning, as soon as I wake up, 7 o'clock, my three-year-old comes to get me. We walk downstairs. I get him breakfast. What do I do? Open the sleeper app. Let's set the roster, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, it is looking like you are going to owe Calvin a dairy gold for the bet that you guys made on Tom Brady better than eighth. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that you would forget about that. We wrote all the bets down. You but, watched us write it down. <laughs> that was rough. <laughs> um, just, just to put some perspective on there, let me sprinkle a little perspective there. Tom Brady's quarterback one. Yeah. Dang. So. But hey, I just checked, and Mike Williams is wide receiver number fifteen right now. So. Yep. So your, far, so good. Your bold prediction is coming true there. So that's a that was a great call by you. Um, Thank so. heavens that that one came true because yeah, that, that's all I got right there. <laughs> that's fair. That is fair. All right, Tyler. Well, we appreciate it. Uh, good luck with the rest of the season and in your other leagues, and we'll talk to you later. All right. Okay, yeah, thanks. Good luck, Ryan. Hope you meet Calvin. Hey, See you guys. appreciate it. Thanks, Tyler. Oh, man. Those were nice. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I hate that he keeps wanting to root against me, but, I mean, I've known him since first grade. What can I expect? <laughs> it's just going to happen. When you have those rivalries, long time going. Long time going. So... Well, let's bring in Sam, who made the playoffs by the skin of his teeth, because I, yeah, I I struck gold this week. These are live, unscripted calls, by the way. Like, we did not text these guys too much about what we were going to be talking about. Just, hey, I want you to come on and talk about some things. What's up, Brian? Hey, how's it going, Sam? Good, how are you? Uh, I'm doing great because, you know, I'm sitting number two. Yeah, that's all right. I got in the playoffs. Now the fun starts. <laughs> that is the right attitude, Sam. I mean, really, up to this point, it's play to get into the playoffs. And now it's a I whole new had, season. I haven't had DeAndre Swift for like three weeks. So now that he's back, the Kurt's on. <laughs> you, you also haven't had uh, CMC for quite a while either. Well, I had to drop him <laughs> for the season. So Sam, and tell Tyler's us. been hurt, and I traded Mixon. It's just been fun. Oh, yeah, I bet. Walk us through this. <laughs> tell us about your road to the playoffs. Yeah. Tell us about your road to the playoffs. Oh. Uh, <laughs> just lots of fun, man. Just You just got to play the waiver wire every week. What, what do you think was the key move that helped you get in, other than me beating Scott this week? 
Uh, biggest key was you just you just have to get lucky with the waiver wire. Like I targeted a lot of backups when starters got hurt. Like I beat you when I picked up Sony Michelle and Daryl Henderson was injured. Yeah, that was a um, dumb thing. <sighs> yeah, I just had to pick up a lot of backups. I picked up Javante Williams, and luckily uh, Melvin Gordon was out for a couple of weeks. So, I mean, backup running backs, and then just lucky with uh, injuries. The the waiver wire has been an interesting play this year. I've been been having to try to learn it and and work it a lot a lot more, um, and so my picks are always lower. But somehow I still end up getting people that I'm targeting. I mean, it helps that we sit here and we talk about it for two and a half hours before waivers run. Yeah. So most of our other most of the people who listen to this podcast listen to it the day after after waivers have already run. So. This is true, yeah. But uh, yeah. So Sam, like, who was your who was your key pickup for the year other than Williams and Michelle? Is there one guy who you picked up and you just slotted him in and rolled with it? Uh, maybe not one particular player, but I've been streaming tight ends a lot this season. Oh, don't get me started on tight ends. Oh, my. You rolling three tight end deep in your starting lineup was pretty interesting. Or was that? That was Scott. Oh, that was Scott. Okay. I mean, I've gone I've gone from Logan Thomas to uh, Ricky Seals-Jones to uh, I think who I have now is Ertz. I mean, I've just kind of just rolled it in as I've gone. Yeah, Ertz isn't a bad play. So Definitely helped once he got traded to Arizona from the Eagles. Yeah, that's true. So looking at your at your roster here and your, your upcoming matchup, you get to play against Austin in, uh, in week 15 for your first-round playoff matchup. So if we break these down... What are you thinking? What are you feeling? I think I got a chance. I mean, like I said, I'm first week of the playoffs. Now the fun starts. So what's your strategy going forward? What uh, what advice would you give to those who, you know, squeaked into the playoffs like you did? Uh, don't always give up on injuries. I mean, keep your studs. Don't just give up on them quick because, like, I've got – I've got uh, DeAndre Swift coming back this this week. So, I mean, I've had Kyler Murray out for a couple weeks. I've had Hopkins out for a couple of weeks. I mean, just ride, ride your studs. Don't give up on them just if they get injured. Because they, they want to win towards the end of the season just as much as we do. So I think they're going to they're gonna keep performing and they're going to want to get back on the field. Great advice there. Who do you think is going to uh, be going through and winning the playoffs? Doing an early look. No. I want to be selfish and say myself. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pulling up the matchups right now just to see. So the Calvin's got a Calvin's got a tough matchup with Scott this week. Yeah, I do. And then Trent and Ryan both have a bye. And then you and Austin there. 
Come on, gut feeling. Silence isn't good. Uh, definitely not Ryan, because I'm going to take him down. But I think oh. Austin in the championship would be really nice. You think who? Hood Nation, is that Austin? No, no that's, that's Trent. Trent. Trent, Trent. And me and Trent in the championship would be nice. Because I think Calvin's definitely going to lose this week. Jerk. <laughs> There's a second one to predict that. <laughs> Third, actually. <laughs> okay. I mean, up, up until this week, he was on fire, so... Yeah, no, I know. I snapped his six-game winning streak, and now he gets a revenge game right away. <laughs> you, you think that I'm not feeling some pressure here? You should. Yeah. You're my number one expert. Hey, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like we said with Tyler, sometimes things don't break the way you want, where Tyler's first six draft picks all went on IR. <laughs> so I feel that. <laughs> yeah. Injuries have been a thing, but you got to play through it. Yeah. All right, last bit of advice. Is your season over if you don't make the playoffs? It's hard to say no. I mean, it's hard, it's hard to say yes. Yeah. I I mean, you if you don't make the playoffs, you're just kind of just playing for pride in the toilet bowl. But pride. I mean, that's, it's really hard to stay motivated if you're not playing for a championship. But yet yeah, you should still do it. Yeah. Like you signed up for this. You signed up for the whole season. Just because you're not playing to, w- playing to win the whole thing now doesn't mean that you're not playing for pride. This is why we advocate for punishments in leagues where there is something that you're playing to not get at that point. Yeah. So I think maybe we need to go buy a toilet seat, Ryan, and you know, Sharpie on it. I, you know, get get a brown Sharpie or something and write, I suck at fantasy football and they have to wear it or display it. We've talked about things like this before. Wear it for the next, the next year's draft. Yeah, wear it for next year's draft. Or maybe it has to be their profile picture on social media for a while. We could do a uh, shirt too. A shirt, yeah. I like it. Um, one of the leagues I'm in, the loser has to, the loser of the league has to cater the draft for the next year. Ooh, I actually really like that idea. Yeah, but see, our league, we have people from all over the country. Yeah, so they just have to door dash it to us. That works. <laughs> we'll put Nine it to the league. Separate in orders. <laughs> Nine separate orders. Oh, gosh. That's expensive. I was thinking just order a pizza and deliver it to where we're doing the draft. Um, Sam, any last words? It's been a fun season. I thank you and Ryan for putting this all together. It's been real fun. Okay. Well, thanks. We appreciate it. Uh, Good luck against Austin. Um, Definitely good luck against me because you're going to need it, but you're not going to win. You're the one that's going to need it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Sam. We'll talk to you later. Hey, thanks, guys. Yeah, bye. Well, that was was our uh, neat little Don and Sam before – Get you some playoff info. Hold on, I, I think I think my mic cut out, so I'm just gonna say that again. <laughs> that was a fun little bit with the call. You know, we got everybody on. We're working to, to do this, and we're gonna take a break now so I can fix this microphone issue. 
All right, I'm turning the mic back on because there's some smack talk going on. Um, <laughs> Ryan is bragging that he's on a five-game win streak. Well, I am. So shut up about it. And you tried to say that you beat me in this league, and you didn't. You lost to me by twice. 50 points. I beat you in a different league that we're in. Yeah, it was one for one in that league, and I'm one for O against you in this league. Yeah, shut up. I'll beat you in the championship. It'll be okay. If you make it. I'll be there. Don't you worry about me. Let me take care of my business. You take care of yours. Okay. Trent's sitting there bragging that he's got three buys in a row. That's yeah. what you get for locking up your playoff spot early. Well, guys, there's one thing that we definitely didn't do at the very beginning of the show that we normally do, and that is our news and injuries. So we got to go over some of that. Yeah, yeah. This is the meat of the podcast. I mean, this is the real reason why you listen, because who gives a crap about our league, right? Partially, yeah. Yeah, but well, we give a crap. <laughs> so by extension, y'all have to give a crap because we're going to talk about it. Okay. Uh, so we're going to skip the first point because that somewhat goes into overreaction Tuesday as well. So some of what we're going to talk about is going rehashing our bets that we've already done. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do have some big news in the way of uh, football teams and stuff that's going on right now. There are, I think I saw the latest was 75 total players in the NFL out with COVID right now. It's ridiculous. I mean, if you guys don't think that this is something to take serious, then you really need to just take a look at yourself and be like, where are you getting your information from? I I would hope that because you're listening to us, you seek out reputable sources, but also because you're listening to us, I mean, it makes me wonder a little bit. Yeah, if you found if you have found us all the way down as far as we are, <laughs> and you're and you're using us as a source, one, I'm surprised, <laughs> very surprised. But two, number def- two, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, tweet out from Adam Schefter earlier. NFL now has 75 player positives uh, for COVID the past two days. So what that tells me is that people are just getting too lax with what's going on or they've been lying about vaccination status. We've seen that already with Aaron Rodgers, with Antonio Brown, who's, who's surprised about that one, right? Yeah. So I will say there, there hasn't been any news on that front on saying who has already been like how many of those have already been vaccinated or, or how many aren't. Um, but unfortunately... There is a lot of people that do get vaccinated and still do get COVID. So it is a thing. Yeah. No, it absolutely is a thing. Still is possible. Um, granted, they tend to recover quicker, mm-hmm. um, but that is still a possibility to have happen. Yep. And so really, we're not here to, to hash out the politics or the, the science of the vaccine. Really, this is about your fantasy football lineups because there's going to be a lot of players on COVID this yes. week. The Rams. Are have probably, shut down their facility. They they are probably the biggest outbreak so far. Again, we don't have numbers. We don't. We have no idea who exactly it is uh, on that team yet. But there was an interview with Sean McVay saying that it's affected staff members, it's affected players, and he said that there's probably more that are going to be affected here pretty soon. They've entered the NFL's intensive breakout protocol, which means that there is a chance that the Rams will not play this next week. So, I mean, that's that's tough in the first week of the playoffs if you've got a Cooper Cup, a Daryl Henderson Jr., Matthew Stafford. I mean, even if you're 
starting like a Tyler Higby or the Rams defense. Like there are real considerations that you have to make at this point and you need to start thinking about them now. The the reason why we bring up vaccination status is a vaccinated player can come back and play the same week after they're, you know, diagnosed with COVID or put on the COVID list if they can get two negative tests. Within 24 hours. Within 24 hours. An unvaccinated player has to miss 10 days. So, I mean, these are things to be paying attention to. And I'm nervous if I'm a Rams player, if I'm an owner of a Rams player right now. Yeah. Um, Which also means they could actually get a second buy. Almost. I I mean, technically speaking, if they don't play this week, they would be able to get a second buy. And whoever they're supposed to be playing as well would get a win. Would they get a win or would they get a buy as well? It'd be a forfeit. If they cannot field enough players because they're in the COVID protocols, it would be a forfeit. They're going up against Seattle this week. That could change the landscape of the NFC West. I mean... That's an in-division game. Yeah. That's a tough matchup. Like, if I'm the Rams, they did the right thing in shutting down so that they can address these COVID concerns. But, guys, you got to watch every single one of your players. Turn on your alerts. Turn on everything. And as soon as you see that COVID, you better jump on the waiver wire and start looking because it's too late to make a trade. Now, here's a question, and I, I think I already know the answer to this. Um, but since it is a shared stadium, granted they have two separate locker rooms, but it is a shared stadium. How much could this have effect on the Chargers as well? So I don't think it's going to have a ton of effect on the Chargers because they don't practice at the stadium. They yeah. have different practice facilities. Um, so the Rams practice at Cal Lutheran. You know, shout out to my friends down there. One of my friends, Kristen, she's a graduate of Cal Lutheran. That's how I know that the Rams practice there. So shout out, Kristen. Um, But they've shut down their practice facilities and their other team facilities. So I don't think that this is going to have a huge effect on the Chargers, especially because the Chargers this week are playing... They're going to be... They play Thursday night at SoFi against Kansas City. At SoFi against Kansas City. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't think it's going to be that huge of a deal because SoFi is basically... Well, there's probably other things in there, but there's a reason they don't practice there. Yeah. Okay. Um, So that's the biggest news update of it. Of, of the week, unless you have any injury reports or anything you want to go over. I mean, there are some players who were injured. Um, you're going to want to be paying attention to... Let me pull my list back up. Uh, Damian Harris, if you're a, a Damian Harris owner there. I mean, this doesn't affect anybody, but McCaffrey just tested positive for COVID-19. If you have an Odell, if you're an Odell owner, he's got COVID. Um, Lamar Jackson's a big injury. Like, we're not sure what's going to happen there. And if you have Lamar Jackson and have been writing that, then there's probably a good chance you, you're at least in a position where your game matters this week. And so I think that you've really got to be watching that, that quarterback waiver wire, which has been up and down. 
So good luck because the Ravens are tight-lipped about injuries. You might be able to pull off a trade with somebody that's not in the playoffs if you are in. Unless your league is like ours where you have a trade deadline and no trades can happen after. True. I, I think some of the – I think – a couple of the leagues I'm in, they don't have trade deadlines on them. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. So, I mean, we'll explore those options if you're in a league without a trade deadline. Um, the Browns have entered enhanced COVID protocols. Um, part of their O-line, Jarvis Landry, Austin Hooper, most of their defense went on the COVID list. DeAndre Hopkins again getting kind of beat up. I'm not sure what to make of that one yet. Josh Gordon of the Chiefs, Kadarius Tony also tested positive. Uh, running back Alexander Madison back up for Dalvin Cook on the COVID list. Guys, it's it's brutal right now. So good luck. <laughs> oh, and then another one. Josh Allen has a foot sprain and he's day to day. So. They'd officially called it turf tote. Now they've revised it. Okay. So, and um, they're saying that Lamar is an ankle sprain. Um, they're hoping he plays Sunday, but he's one to watch. Okay. So we already went over Tom Brady. Uh, Calvin and Tyler had their bet of Tom Brady being in the eight top eight of fantasy quarterbacks. He is number one. Looking like he's going to stay there. I mean, honestly, at this point, if you, have you been watching the NFL? Tom Brady has an MVP case at 40 million years old. <laughs> like, Tom Brady's looking like the league MVP. Now, granted, if you watched that Bucks bills game, Josh Allen was clearly the best player on the field because he went beast mode in the second half. Um, but, I mean, you can't argue with results. Yeah. Um, next bet that we had is Zeke in the top 10. How's, how's that one playing out? Hey, was that one season long or was that one just regular season? Um, pretty sure. Sh- uh, I don't know, actually. Well, we'll have to talk about it because if we're looking full season long, then there's a chance I still win that bet. It just says top 10 this year. Well, the year's not over. Yeah. I mean, we still got three more weeks in our league. I mean, I would, me being the neutral party on this, I would probably say regular season and not playoffs. Okay. Because, I mean, that makes sense. That's where everybody's playing. That's where you're getting all the points and everything. Doesn't really matter about, like, the the NFL regular season, not fantasy regular season. Okay, well, I mean, but the fantasy regular season ends three to four weeks before the NFL regular season does. Sometimes. Our league does. Mine doesn't. Well, we're talking about our league. (laughs) We're talking about this podcast league. (laughs) I'm just saying, there's some that last the full season. Yeah, you guys like having to dig for players in week 18. Like, that's just not fun to me. Um, So, yeah, it's looking like Zeke... Could could hang in there and still be a top ten at the end of the regular season. Um, Cleveland looking like they're not going to be in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it's really up and down with Cleveland. Um, 
I think it would be more of a nail in the coffin if the Bengals had beat the 49ers this week, especially with the Ravens kind of doing Ravens things and Pittsburgh sliding. I think that Cleveland is a bubble team right now. They could still get a wild card, but I'm not certain on it. Yeah. Which means that we might as well just uh, call up Emily and get our chocolate milk now because (laughs) Cleveland's definitely not going to the Super Bowl. Uh, And Houston, unfortunately, as I mentioned before, I think if Tyrod could have stayed healthy, they had a better chance. But as soon as he went out, they just tanked. And then he came back, and then he went out again. So they are two and well, eleven. Let's let's refresh the bet on this. They are they are I two and eleven right Texans, now. And I said, you know, I don't think that they win more than three games. Right, that's what I said. Yeah. And you, we pulled up the betting line, and Vegas has them had them at over under six and a half. I said, pound the under, smash the under. Houston's a bad team. You took the over. I did. I you thought they were a seven-win team. I wanted to have faith in them with Tyrod, specifically with Tyrod. And I think two weeks after we made this is when Tyrod got hurt. Yeah. And is that when you knew that the bet was over? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's looking real nice right now. I don't think Houston's going to win any more games this season. Mm, probably not. And also, they don't own their own first-round draft pick this year because they're idiots. Yeah. Uh, and then our final one, our most controversial one that we've got. Oh, we've been going back and forth on this one for a while. Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence. I still think that Trevor Lawrence is the better rookie quarterback. I mean, and if we look up total fantasy numbers as well, like, <laughs> yeah, I know you are not in favor of using their their total fantasy points. Be, I mean, simply on the fact that fantasy numbers don't prove who is a better rookie or who is a better player. That's I mean, that's fair. So, but like if we break it down, Trevor Lawrence is number 25 quarterback overall. And then Zach Wilson is number 31 quarterback overall. Now, he's been hurt. Yes, he has. He's also inaccurate. Sometimes, yes. <laughs> he throws a lot of picks. <laughs> the, there have been... I've watched some of those, and a lot of those picks were not his fault, though. Yeah, their wide receiver fault. Yeah. I agree that we need a stat that, like, a wide receiver caused interception, and it counts against your wide receivers in fantasy and doesn't count against your quarterback in fantasy. I think that that absolutely needs to be something that's looked at. But also, I don't have the brain power or the the money to invest in doing that right now. Yeah. So, so we want to ask y'all's help on this. Uh, our for our our league members, our listeners, everybody. We want to we want to know what you guys think. You guys have been watching the games. You guys have been seeing who plays who and how. So we want to know what y'all's thoughts are on who the better quarterback is this season. Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence. I'm going to make my case for uh, Trevor Lawrence right now. Number one is he's been healthy. Trevor Lawrence has played in every game. And so I think that right there 
So, so you're you're saying that because Zach Wilson got hurt because he got tackled and his leg got beat up, that he's a worse quarterback because he got injured. The best ability is availability. You cannot be a, a quarterback helping your team win or be the best if you're not playing games. So even though it wasn't Zach Wilson's fault that he got hurt, he's he's getting punished for it. Yes. Wow. That's, a, that's exactly what I'm saying. Wow, that, that sounds so biased. <laughs> Listen to the argument you're making. You're saying that we should give Zach Wilson credit for games that he missed. Why do we ever do I that? never said that. Yes, you did. No. you. That's what you were insinuating. No, I'm just saying out of the performances that they have had, who, ha, who has been playing better? It's still Trevor Lawrence. Okay, but right now that's not up for us to decide. That's up for everybody else to decide. I'm still making my case, though. It's still Trevor Lawrence. He has fewer interceptions. It's still Trevor Lawrence because, now, I mean, if we're going to make excuses for Zach Wilson there, Trevor Lawrence has the worst head coach in NFL, uh, maybe second worst head coach in the NFL right now. I'm not going to put anybody below Matt Nagy right now. Um, I mean, bad coaching, bad play calling, just an overall bad team like there's talent there but the coaching is holding them back so I mean we can clearly make a case that the coaching is holding Trevor Lawrence back I have a whole lot more faith in the coaching that the Jets have than what the Jags have maybe I my the only only hope that I'm holding out on is from receiving text earlier in the season saying that people were watching Zach Wilson and saw what I was talking about and then flipped and agreed with me. Oh, don't get me wrong. He is talented, and I think long-term he's going to be a great quarterback. But we're talking strictly rookie season here. Yes. So, I mean, you can't bring in these long-term arguments to try and skew voters because they have to stick to just with product on the field for the rookie well, it's season. It's not a long-term. It's talking about the current season. It's talking about the rookie year. And they were like, oh, I see what you're talking about, about him being better than Trevor Lawrence. I, I think that you're fishing right now. Nope. Okay, but that's up to y'all. So you guys let us know. Text us, call us, tweet us, whatever. However you can get a hold of us, let us know what your thoughts are on the Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence controversy. Okay. So that's, that's fair. Moving on to Overreaction Tuesday. Dalvin Cook is back and back big. And mean. Yes. I mean, <laughs> so I don't have him in this league, but I have him in a couple other leagues. And just due to them saying that he was probably going to be in a shoulder harness and uh, they didn't know exactly how extensive the injury was going to be. I started both him and Alexander Madison in case Dalvin got pulled or something. That way I could, you know, still get points from that game. I got 2.8 points from Alexander Madison and 55 points from Dalvin Cook. I'm just going to read this from Roto Baller because this is I think this puts it really well. Fantasy managers who rostered Dalvin Cook were fully prepared to be without their first round pick in their pivotal week 14 matchups. When reports started coming in that Cook was going to attempt to play through a shoulder injury, managers were rightfully hesitant to trust putting him into their lineups in some must-win situations in a lot of leagues. For managers that ultimately decided to sit Cook, oops, 
Cook ran all over the Pittsburgh Steelers to the tune of 205 rushing yards and two touchdowns. He also chipped in another 17 yards on his only catch of the game. The lesson going forward is simple. If he's active, start him. He's more than likely going to battle the shoulder injury for the rest of the season, but as he showed Thursday night, he's more than capable of playing through it and being the every week running back one he was drafted to be. Also, they take on the Bears in week 15. Yeah. More points to come. More points to come if you are a Dalvin Cook owner. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Start Dalvin Cook, people. Yes. Uh, enough said on that. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna rant now. I'm gonna I'm gonna move us along. Okay, you. I'm just gonna put my mic on mute and sit back and listen. This is the second week in a row that my boy Travis Kelsey has disappointed me. In a week where Patrick Mahomes. Throws for a freaking million yards and five touchdowns. Travis Kelsey comes back with only four freaking targets. And he caught three of them. Three for four for 27 yards. Are you kidding me? Against the almost worst team in the NFL against the tight end position in the Las Vegas Raiders. What is happening? I've said it before. Tight end sucks. And I, I've said it before, you guys have heard me sing the praises of Travis Kelsey and say every week, I know I'm going to win that position. Well, yeah, I didn't. And so I'm mad. He's not hurt. There's nothing going on. But for some reason, Patrick Mahomes decides not to throw to Travis Kelsey or to Tyreek Hill. Both of them combined got you maybe 10 points. Uh, so stat line here real quick says most receiving yards uh, for Kansas City was Tyreek Hill, four receptions, 76 yards. Okay. Your point? I'm, I'm just giving, I'm just throwing out stats. That's all I'm okay, doing. Okay, where's the touchdowns though? Uh, okay, let me rephrase. Tyreek got you 11 points this week. But Travis Kelsey got you five. Got me five. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. But if you were a Clyde Edwards-Hilaire owner, that's great. That's where the touchdowns came from. He got two rushing touchdowns. and Yeah. Yeah. That's my, that's my frustration. So I'll, I'll quit yelling at the microphone now. <laughs> Uh, Josh Gordon got a touchdown. Daryl Williams got a touchdown. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, as you said. Uh, and Derek Gore. Yep. Yep. So why didn't Cheetah or Kelsey get anything? It's frustrating. It's frustrating, Patrick. I know that you don't ever listen to the show and you never will know who the heck we are. But it's frustrating when you don't throw to your good players. I mean, you think about it, though. Everybody knows that they're the good players. They're going to be focused on them. you got to spread the ball, especially coming to the end of the season, coming into the playoffs. you got to spread the ball around and show who your other threats are on offense. Oh, absolutely. And, like, and obviously, this isn't fantasy talk anymore. This is just football talk. 
Like, Chiefs are the fourth seed in the AFC. They're going into the playoffs. They got to get ready. They got to get film prepped for other teams. You got to show, hey, it's not just Tyreek and Travis Kelsey that we can get the ball to. Here's everybody else on the offense, including Josh Gordon. Let He's us on score. the COVID list now. Hey, he scored a touchdown. Yeah. And you said he wasn't even going to make it off the practice squad. That I, that I did. Glad we didn't put a bet on that. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. Like, if we're talking real football now, it was an absolute bludgeoning of the Raiders. The Raiders looked bad. They looked ugly. And the Chiefs just kind of put their foot on their throat and pushed down until the Raiders stopped squirming. Uh, I'm pretty sure I sent you the gif of uh, Peter Griffin from Family Guy beating up the chicken. And it was the Chiefs against the Raiders. Yes. Yeah, you sent me that. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, it was a great football game if you're a Chiefs fan, but it was a bad fantasy game unless you started Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So. Okay, do we have anything else for Overreaction Tuesday? I think that's it. All right. Um, We've already gone over our our league standings and whatnot, so. Mm -hmm. Flip the script on this podcast. Yeah. So, guys, that's going to be our show. Yeah. I like it. Fun show. Hopefully you guys enjoy. Excited for my bye week this weekend. And we will see who I get to beat next weekend, either Austin or Sam. We'll see who it is. I hope that they kick your butt. (laughs) Um, Scott, I'm coming for you again. I've proven that I can beat you as an underdog, and so we're going back at it. I don't think he's going to let it happen two times in a row. Yeah, I mean, he's too good to to really do that, but I got to stay confident, right? (laughs) All right, guys. Well, we hope you have a good week. Hope Hope you have a good chance in your playoffs. And we will talk to you next week. Be a friend, tell a friend. See ya.